Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Smile. Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Acri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% luck, 5% Need his name up in lights. He just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone. In spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code. It's not about the salary. It's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up. That means when he puts it down, talks picking it up. Let's go. Who the hell is he anyway? He never really talks much. Never concerned with status, but still even him starstruck. Humble through opportunities, given despite the fact. The many misjudge him cause he makes a living from writing rats Put it together himself, got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help, but to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote, his will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds, the skill of an artist This is 20% skill, 80% fear, be 100% clear Cause Ryu was ill, who would've thought he'd be the one that set the West in flames And I heard him wreck it with the crystal method, name of the game Came back, dropped mega death, took him to church, I like bleach Man, Ryu had this Stupidest verses, dude, is the truth. Now everybody giving them guest spots and stocks through the roof. I heard you from with that guy. 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, 50% I'm just worried about trying to have a good practice on Monday. I mean, how confident is somebody to get it? I mean, we got to get better than where we are right now. That ain't no lie. No. Hey, welcome into the zone on a Monday. Pretty magnificent day as we edge closer to the biggest holiday of the year. I hope everybody had a great, safe weekend. We are thrilled to be with you. And... We are looking forward to bringing you a great show. we got Clint Sterner coming up at the bottom of the hour, thanks to Chris Crane Hyundai. Hyundai, every time. It's dumb. I'm telling you. Hyundai. So simple. That and uh, and uh, 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 Brazil. Trevin Brazil. Brazil. I did it right. Trevin? Trevin. Trevin. I did it right. Uh, Just start spelling it T-R-E-V-I-N. I'm sorry. That'll help you. What's his real name? TB2. That's right. TB2. Uh, anyway, so we're happy to be here. we got Didi coming up from Maven Bell Day Spa and a brand new Razorback is going to join us today, Wes. Yeah. And we're excited about seeing Keyshawn Blackstock on the offensive line next year after transferring from Michigan State University. Yeah, he was one of the top junior college offensive linemen in the country and signed with Michigan State, played for Michigan State, and then their head coach was let go, I think, about four weeks into the season. And Can I so- ask him about that, you think? I think that's part of the story, right? Do you think he was improperly dismissed? Mm. I'm sure he was upset with it, and that's why he entered the portal. So now he's a Razorback, and apparently a really good offensive lineman, and apparently a really good interview. So that's why I thought we should have him on. I'll be the judge of that. Okay, we'll find out. Um, All right, so let's talk about it. It was There were three Razorbacks, one posthumously, uh, that were named to the new Hall of Fame class for the Arkansas Sports Hall of Fame. So congratulations to those guys. That is the only good thing that happened up there basically this weekend. Hmm. The Razorback women's basketball team lost to UAPB, and I will say congratulations to the Golden Lions. They have made significant improvements over the last couple of seasons. They've become a much more dangerous basketball program. Uh, but that is not exactly what you need from Mike Neighbors. And now you're going on Christmas break. You come back, and or not Christmas break, but finals break. And you come back and they play in North Little Rock in their next game. And then the men's team got, I don't want to say embarrassed. That's an over, that's a reach. But they got humbled. Just, yeah, just smacked around. and It was awful. It was, it was just bad basketball all the way around. Mm-hmm. Way too much one-on-one. There's no continuity offensively. They're not good enough defensively right now either. They had mm-hmm. nothing to hang their hat on. 
Oklahoma, and then Oklahoma's good. We'll get and into they the game. exposed Arkansas. Exposed is a good word. And disappointing, but not shocking, that the volleyball team came up short against Nebraska. And they really missed an opportunity. If they had pulled off that first set, God only knows what might have happened. But they were. it was really, really fun to watch. You were 100% right. And my buddy actually enjoyed it so much, he watched the late game that had no connection to the state. Hmm. College volleyball is incredible. Thank you. Yeah. I got you on board. That's awesome. I was never not on board. I love volleyball. It's my favorite sport, basically. Mm. It's my favorite sport to play, for sure. But I don't watch a lot of it. I don't follow it. But it is a blast. No, I love volleyball. Yeah. I mean, I watch beach volleyball. I'll watch court volleyball. In college, it didn't matter. I mean, I'd go to a high school match. So, no, it's a blast. He didn't talk me into anything. I love volleyball, but I don't follow it. Like, you started giving stats, and I started making funny because I'm like, okay, well, it's, we're getting a little deep in the weeds now. Yeah, you gave me that look. Yeah. You gave me that look. That was deep in the weeds look. Okay. It wasn't like, I think, volleyball's stupid look. Oh, that's the look I thought I was no, getting. No, no, no. You were getting the... Uh, people don't need stats. Just just tell them if they win or lost. I don't know if they need to know how many kills. Trying and to water, draw them in. Yeah, water... Per, that's not going to work. Uh, well, if there's one thing I know for sure, it's for casual people, giving them numbers is not going to help. But... I'll tell you what was fun, was watching a pint-sized hitter try to go up against monsters. That's the girl I was giving you numbers on. I'm aware. I don't care about her numbers, but I, I just... All you do is tell me how tall she was. And I knew from then, I was like, I gotta see this girl play. So, she's a stud. 5'8", 34-inch vertical? Yeah, she's impressive. She, uh, she can play, man. The way she was able to overcome that height against her, those guys, the girls trying to block, she's, she's fun. That's awesome. The, the whole team was scrappy. You know, that's just who they are. They're scrappy. Yeah. They're one of those teams that returns everything. They just find a way to stay in a point, stay in a point. And, uh, man, that first set. If they could have won that first set against Nebraska, I think the whole thing would have been different. Maybe to, so. To be down, you know, to have a lead, and then Nebraska at the very end comes back and beat you 26-24 in that first set. Ugh, demoralizing. Uh, we got to talk about NFL. Uh, congratulations to Harding going to the national championship. Impressively. They had a couple squeakers they didn't like, it, apparently. They were mm-hmm. like, well, let's blow these guys out instead. Yeah, 55 points. Hello. I, I didn't get to hear. I was busy this morning. Did I didn't hear Coach on uh, the morning show? But apparently, Coach Simmons was going on there. Did you guys catch in that? Okay, nobody saw it or heard it. All right. Um, let's see what else. Oh, NFL. Congrats to the Cowboys. Great win. Dominating. Big time. Yeah. Philly's in big trouble, huh? <sighs> no. Maybe not because their schedule. Their schedule sucks for us. Um, they do have to go to Seattle next week. So they got to bounce back quickly. Yep. Seattle's a tough place to play. Mm-hmm. And as uh, Cowboys fans saw on Thanksgiving, Seattle's got a nice team. Yesterday against the 49ers, exposed a little bit, but they didn't have their starting quarterback. And um, maybe, hopefully, he's back to, to play against Philadelphia. That That's a much-needed uh, loss that Cowboys fans need for Philadelphia. The Niners are the best team in the NFL, right? No doubt. Okay. Yeah. And I, I think you if you took a poll... 90% of those that follow the NFL would say, yeah, 49ers are the best. Maybe we'll see about the Dolphins. The Dolphins, they're, the knock on the Dolphins kind of the same as the Cowboys. They haven't beaten anybody with a winning record until now with Dallas and back-to-back weeks winning nice games. But uh, Miami's got to prove it against some of the top teams. You guys were all over the Bills last week. I didn't see it. And so I'll give you credit for that. I'm, I'm on the Bills, but I'm more... Uh, against the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs have some serious problems. And it's really offensively, they don't have the go-to guys besides Kelsey, and teams are taking Kelsey away. So what are you going to do now? They're going to line up off sides, apparently. That was a shame. That was a cool play. And it, it was, was interesting, cool. on the same weekend we lose Frank Wycheck, who was involved in one of the greatest lateral plays of all time yeah. at tight end. You know, Kelsey almost made history with an incredible heads-up play, and it didn't work out because a guy lined up three inches off sides. Pretty dumb. Anyway, frustrating for that uh, and a tough weekend for Razorback fans. So we can delve back into this basketball game and then we can take a couple calls. But um, I, I listen, I still, again, I have to end must I trust, but this is particularly bad. It was really hard to watch. And I'll give Oklahoma a lot of credit. We knew going in they were a good defensive team, maybe a great defensive team. Mm-hmm. But it was just awful basketball. There was so much one-on-one and there was no continuity, and the offense was just, it was gross. It was just hard to watch. It was just ugly basketball all day. Yeah, I think Oklahoma's defense, early in the game, they set the tone, and Arkansas was trying to run an offense, and they couldn't get a shot off. I think they had three shot clock violations, and there were a couple just jacking up a shot with one second left. Mm-hmm. And then I think the players, it was it got to them, and they're like, 
we just got to take a shot when we can get it. And then that's when you saw a lot of the, the one-on-one started. They quit running the offense. They, mm. they lost confidence that they could run their offense against this defense and just started attacking whenever they got the ball. And that created an ugly offense. So I credit uh, – look, I, we had a deep conversation Saturday night, and you know a lot of my friends were very concerned. And you should be concerned, but I, I think part of it's a schedule. Arkansas has not played a schedule like this in a long, long, long time. I mean, you probably have to go back to Nolan in the 90s that you played a team like this. And so they're used to, a lot of people are used to Arkansas at this point being 9-1, and 8-2. and two, you, know, right. with the, you know, you screwed up and lost a game you shouldn't have. And they're, they're used to this team looking great and, and clicking and beating all these bad teams. And all of a sudden they're 6-4? and four? But this is the toughest schedule I, by far. I think now you've dug the hole, though. You can't afford to dig it much deeper. Well, well no, we were talking about the importance of that game because of the, the NET ranking and what a huge gain it could have been for you. But now... Yeah. We, we actually moved up in the net. Yeah, just playing good teams <laughs> helps. Yeah. And, and the, you're going to... The SEC is... is The the SEC's not that good this year, as good as we thought it was going to be. And look, there are a lot of teams like Arkansas, and they'll pro- hopefully, for them, they'll improve over the yeah. year and get better, but... Uh, they're going. Arkansas get get a chance in the SEC to get those wins that they need in quality wins. I'm not anywhere close to panic mode right now. In not fact, I said mode. I'm not. I've learned. We did this last year, and we fell for it. You know, and Moss is going to get them back. And, and we said we're not doing it. John and I said after the first game, we're not doing it this year. And I'm not. I'm not going to freak out and panic like we did last year. If they play that badly offensively. And I, you guys are going to roll your eyes, but I'm telling you right now, they play that bad offensively when they play Lipscomb. Oh, I'm. It'll be yeah. an it'll be an interesting game. Sure. If you play that bad offensively, it'd be an interesting game against almost anyone. Hmm. Especially when we get to SEC time. Well, I don't want them to. I really hope they don't come around and mess around and lose to North Little Rock. That would make me sad because well, we already get enough of a bad rap with yeah, no doubt. Yeah. With them coming down here and playing football and basketball away from home, so. Anyway, uh, rough weekend. And, yeah, you're right. I mean, I'm not jumping off the ship or anything, but it's particularly not good right now. So I put it like a three level of concern, three out of ten. Yeah. Three yeah. or four. Yeah. I think that's fair. How many non-conference games do they have left? Three. Three, three in 20 days, I believe. Yeah. So long to figure it out. But you no. got a lot of practice time. Maybe they that, do. Maybe that'll help. And that's what Boss said. He wished he had 100 days between now and the yeah, next game. That he does. Uh, anyway, let's uh, get to it. If you want to join us, 661-1037. We've got our what? Can you imagine what it's like this week up there in his practices? No, that's what I was laughing yeah. about. Gosh, those. Well, yeah, he's gonna it's be like go to finals, come back and get killed in the gym. Uh, Gangster Museum of America and the Hattery uh, live fan feedback through our listen live button. We've got the Southern Structural Solutions text line open at five zero one six six one one zero three seven. Come on with it. What do you think? What do you got, JW? Man, I got three questions. Oh, we got time for them. First one is the Cowboys real. They they definitely look like a different team. Two, why are we getting these tight ends up there on the hill when we have Ty Washington and the other guy and uh, uh, Hoss? I yes. I don't know what I don't know. I just don't know why we're get we're we're getting all excited all about this Eastern Michigan tight end that has no. I just I don't get it. I don't know and, what anybody is excited about it, but he's a blocking tight end, and those other two aren't blocking tight ends necessarily. So they're, they're maybe just used for like a lineman or something? Exactly. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. extra lineman pretty much. Okay. All right, my question is on the back, Razorback thing. Uh, you expect your team – that one, we don't have a leader out there. We're, if you look at fast break and have – it's one-on-one ball, run it down there. Debo did it too several times. Get the ball, shoot it. There's no team ball. There's no passing. My question is: Is this? You expect your team to play the way you're coached. You're you're expected to go out there and perform, keep your cool, keep this, and then you got Musselman on the sideline getting ejected again from the game, mm. get, just acting a fool on the side. How do you expect to be a leader of that team? You want your team to do better. How about you do better also? And I don't understand how you expect the team that's struggling against Oklahoma to lose your coach. To to lose somebody that could help you win this game, it looks like to me it needs to be uh overall they need to say we all need to do better. 
because I don't want to hear about the kids without the coach getting some of it too. I mean, they're following what they're what they're being told to do. I wish. And I think we have a starting lineup rotation problem. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't understand why Blocker's not getting more time. Uh, Ellis. I. I mean, I thought he was going to be good. Nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just uh, Brazil. I'm not saying he's a bust, but where's he at? What every once every three games he might have a good game. Well, he was the player of the What's week wrong? a couple weeks ago, and he hurt his ankle. So I mean, I'm going to give him a pass for this week. And my question is, and I'll hang up after this. I seen it last year. They don't want to play pinion until they need some points. Hey, kid, go in there and shoot three and get us winning. If you trust him at the end of the game to try to help you win, do it during the game when nobody else is doing. Was Why it? do they want to throw pinion in at the end of the game to try to shoot threes to hurry up and try to catch up when nobody else is doing? It? I just don't understand the rotation up there, and I'll hang up. And it's the Cowboys for real. Cowboys are for real. Yeah, for sure. They're one of the best teams in the NFL, for sure. You saw the defense last night. Um, McCarthy said he thought that was a tired team when they played Seattle on thanks, or the week after Thanksgiving. They had played three games, and I think it was 13 days, something like that, and he felt like it took a toll on them. So he gave them off Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and they came back Tuesday, and they looked like a different team uh, against Philadelphia defensively. The offense is for real. Dak's playing great. The receivers, all the weapons that they have. So, yeah. Dallas is for real. Mm-hmm. Um, tight end. Oh, yeah. It was a blocking tight end. I think Blake Kern. Blake Kern's graduating. He was the blocking tight end. They, or Frank Sherman from Louisville. That's why they Francis. signed Francis. Yeah. That's why they had them as a blocking tight end. They didn't have one, so they went out and Francis. signed one. Don't call me Francis. Um, and Brazil shouldn't have played. I'm convinced. Um, I think that was a bad decision after watching him. He, you know, we, we talked about ankle injuries and how hard they are for basketball players. He was not effective at all. He didn't have. He is an athletic dude. That's what he, how he, he he makes his. He lost his athleticism because of the ankle. I don't know how he felt, but he looked like he moved, he was moving around fine. Oh, I to thought me. he looked terrible. I thought he I moved thought around he fine. Slow. We've seen the, him look terrible when he's healthy. Uh, that's true, but the explosiveness wasn't there. Uh, he didn't do anything. Really. He looked very natural running around to me. I didn't think he looked bad. I was surprised he played though. I was very surprised. Yeah, I didn't think he would play. And in hindsight, I'm sure they would have arrested him if they could have, because it doesn't matter. I don't know what the deal with Pinion is. They I don't were know. desperate. The, yeah, I mean, but they're, again, that's... You're not putting him in there because you think you're going to win the game. You want to maybe let them make a couple threes, but... Yeah, they were looking for some shot-making, explosiveness off the bench. Somebody could come in, maybe hit three or four. Your guy for the Bears last night hit, well, goes four for four. You know, that's huge. If Pinion comes in, hits three, three or four in a row, all of a sudden you got a little spark and you're back in it. Mm. That's all it was. They were never in that game. It was gross. I was so frustrated. That was the worst. That was the worst Razorback game I've seen since Muslim's been there. Just about as far as offense goes, it was so hard to watch. David, what's up? Hey guys, Wes. I gotta tell you, if it hadn't been for the Cowboys, I would have really had a crappy week yeah. between my sorry deer hunt, both Razorback losses. But uh, they really pulled us out. There's nothing better than beat, beating uh, Philly. I don't know what it is. It's just, it's just great to beat Philly. Uh, listen. Coach Musselman needs to just control himself. I, I really like him. Uh, I hope he stays. Uh, I'm, nobody's ever going to confuse him as far as an in-game coach with Mosier or Buzz Williams, in my opinion. But he is going to bring the talent every year, I believe. He's got the most talent on this team uh, that he's had. But for some reason, they can't stop the dribble drive collectively as a team. And he just needs to calm down and, and either get them a little coached up or something. And uh, Coach Neighbors girls, bless their heart, they just got out hustled in the second half. And it, it was hard to watch because anybody that watched the game could see what was happening. And uh, maybe maybe they'll come out of it. But listen, I have never heard the amount of whining and crying from an NFL quarterback and his coach because the officials called a penalty that was a penalty. Oh, but wait, they never called that. Well, guess what? They called it because it was a penalty. My Lord, that was embarrassing. Okay. Thanks, David. Drop the mic. I thought he was, like, queerly offsides. When the play happened, I was like, he's offsides. And then the flag didn't come immediately and i'm like god i can't believe oh there it is now it came pretty quick i mean it was a beat after the snap okay 
But you can't throw it until they snap it. Yeah. I didn't think it was weird. I, I thought the flag was fine. The officials, and they said, it's like, he was so bad offside that we didn't say anything to him or Andy Green. Uh, well, I'll tell you this. You're a professional football player, and you learn how to, as a receiver, as a guy who played receiver as a kid, like, you look over at that official yeah. and you go, Check with me. Am I good? And I don't care if you're the outside receiver or what. Like, you need to know where you are on the field. I mean, he looked at the ball. He looked to his right. He could clearly see he was lined up right on the ball. And it's like, dude, you need to be back a half a step at minimum. So I don't have any remorse for them. The only thing I said that sucks is a football fan. I wanted that play to stand. Yeah. Would have been cool. There's no telling what fun Taylor and Travis could have gotten into after the game, feeling so joyous. She could have written a song about that. You know what? They might have gotten engaged afterwards. They'd have been so overwhelmed with joy. I mean, according to some, maybe they did already. By most people, as you see, Kelsey's wife, Taylor Swift, in the audience. Or, I'm sorry, the girlfriend. Not yet. <laughs> what a throw and great feel by Kelsey. Tony Romo, the great prognosticator, though. Maybe he's on to something. I mean, she's not getting any younger. What is she, like 34, 35? 1989. I mean, I don't know if she wants to have any little Swifties, but... It might be time to pull the trigger. I mean, you could do a lot worse. Travis seems solid. Got a good mama. You know. Dumb question of the day. Do they get married? No. No, I'm serious. Ask. I want to ask oh, that. Okay. Do you All think right. they get married, second, yes or no? That'll be the second question. She's had some, a lot of long-term relationships. Yeah. But again, when you're getting... I mean, I'm not saying like her... I don't want to be too ridiculous about her clock ticking, but why is the firing? What are we doing? I don't know why that does that. We're not even, like, over hardly. Um, yeah, dude, that's a question there. What else you got? Which Monday Night Football game will you watch tonight? Titans, Dolphins, Packers, Giants, or neither? So far, neither is winning at 63%. Wow. Titans, Dolphins, Packers, Giants? Yeah. Boy. I mean, Titans, Dolphins is the better pick, right? Dolphins are fun to watch. Yep. That's got 33%. Packers, Giants is what? Yeah. Zero. Or four now. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, I like the way Love is playing. Last two weeks, he's played they really played well. well. And the Giants aren't good. So I think he's going to play well again this week. Well, the games are on at the same time, so if you're going to pick one, you're going to go Dolphins. Dolphins. Same. I'm going to go neither. I'm not watching either. What are you going to do? I'm going to watch OKC. I thought the NBA was off. They were off yesterday. They're back today. Okay. Uh, we didn't talk about that. We'll do game balls and jock straps. But I watched about three quarters of the uh, the final game. I do love Halliburton, obviously, but... He didn't have his best night. No. Great night by uh, Austin AD. Reeves, yeah. And AD. Yep. AD, AR, pretty impressive. And uh, LBJ was pretty good, too. Back in a sec. Every day from 10 to 1, live from the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studios on 103.7 The Buzz. This is Sports Center. A surprise for Arkansas women's basketball. The Razorbacks fell to UAPB on Sunday afternoon, 74 to 70. Zay Green led the way for the Golden Lions with 21 points, nine rebounds, and four assists to go along with three steals. Talia Scott had 31 points, six rebounds, but seven turnovers for the Razorbacks, who are now eight and three overall, five and two at home. Arkansas Pine Bluff is four and seven overall, two and four away from home. Arkansas men's basketball didn't have much. Better luck this weekend. Oklahoma beat them 79-70 on Saturday at the BOK Center in Tulsa. Eric Musselman was tossed for the second time in three seasons in this contest. JV and McCollum led the way for Oklahoma. He had 20 points. For the Hogs, it was Caleb Battle off the bench who scored 13 points. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Catherine Eldridge here with Doe's Eat Place Little Rock, reminding you to call us and book your holiday party now. We can do parties from 7 to 65. Just call 501-376-1195 for more information and to book your group. And remember, Doe's Eat Place, for goodness sakes. Today is the day. After countless hours of research, cutting back expenses, and nine months of anxiously waiting for her, today is the day you finally bring home your new car. It's also the day to protect her with an auto policy from Shelter Insurance. Our policies are competitively priced and include new car replacement coverage if anything were to happen to your new baby. See shelter agents Steve Ferguson in Little Rock, Todd Session in Morlton, or Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff. 
Hey, did you know the Statue of Liberty is the largest holiday gift ever given? That's a big deal, just like those at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Hey, did you know when the year ends, so do the deals? It's your journey. Own every mile at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Get 0% APR for 60 months, plus zero payments for 90 days, or get up to 2500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now for a limited time, only during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end January 2nd. Call 469-613-0227 for details. Fellas, what's good? Clint Sterner here for Low T Center. Look, if you've noticed a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be Low T. Be sure to schedule your health assessment at Low T Center. They offer the convenience of physician-monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments with an average payment of 150 bucks a month cash pay including labs and medication. If you don't live near Low T Center or just need the convenience of at-home treatment, Low T Center makes it easy, baby. Shipping treatments directly to your home. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. NFL legend Dan Hampton joins Morning Mayhem each week for a little football talk courtesy of Metro Towing and Recovery and Central Termite and Pest Control. The Zone and the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studio is back. Want to get into the show but you can't call? Text 661-1037 and give us your thoughts. My nail tech knows how to keep it a little secret. I don't wish for my success, I speak it. I caught a buzz and you did too, but you tweaking. I look like I've been getting money, how reeking. You smell me, that's LV. Walk around with my chest out of my skin smooth, I'm healthy. I'm in a mix and I'm handshaking, but most of y'all can't help me. Most of y'all ain't wealthy. Most of y'all just dressed like it. I caught the vibe that y'all giving off and I'm trying to make myself less like it. This chick got a little Porsche body. I might let the bro test drive it. It's hard for me to get excited. I love music and stress about it. My city honing, I'm co-signing this wave coming up next out it. Riding around in the shotgun and her Tesla. Hanging both of my legs out it like, what's up? I got stakes and they too hot now. I can't I like girls that's down to earth, so don't be stuck up. I don't take L's, I give them out and I chuck them up. First listen, they hearing this like, what the f***? Ten toes, that's my M.O. Fam over gram, that's my M.O. With close friends, I got friends that I keep close and they let it go while I reload. Like, Sterner, play action, looking, pumps, throws down the middle, touchdown, Arkansas! Clint Sterner is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai of Conway. Sterner throws, hot. Visit them in Conway today or check out ChrisCraneHyundai.com. Play fake, Sterner steps out of trouble. Wow. Goes to a oh. wide open receiver. It's Cobb towards the end zone. Touchdown. Hello, Clint. How are you? Fellas, I, I'm I'm doing well, man. If I've uh, if we've got a little speech issue going on, I got a I got a numb bottom lip. Just left the dentist uh, the dentist office, and I got uh, I'm, I'm working with about with my top lip and about half my tongue right now. So mm-hmm. bear with me on this, boys. <laughs> yeah, I've used first it. Timer. Hey, first time I've ever had a, uh, a a cavity field, man. Ever? Ever? Good work. Uh, I've used that ever. excuse before too, Clint. I'm like, oh no, I'm not drunk. I was at the dentist. Don't mind me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, hey, man, if I didn't have the wife and them two babies at the house, I, I would, uh, you have to worry about me. But them days, I think them days of, of the boss man angry worrying about those th- those situations for me are out the window, brother. Well, thank God for Pat. Anyway, all right, Clint, so <laughs> let's talk. <laughs> I kid. Let's talk about, uh, real quick, I want to mention that we got three former Razorbacks who are going into the Arkansas Sports Hall of Fame. Obviously, speaking of Pat, another Hall of Famer, but... Peyton Hillis, who's had uh, boy quite a quite a life career and had a very crazy year too. Jason Peters, who we all know is a no brainer to go in, and uh, and Ryan Mallett posthumously going in, which also seems very strange to say. Uh, but anyway, that's uh, that's a pretty good collection of talent right there. Yeah, look, man. I mean, that's uh, look Ryan Mallett. I mean, that what what a what a, a great decision. Um, by by the, the the hall the hall of fame to put him in quickly after at one most importantly obviously he he had a career that he deserves to be to be in and uh, but but a lot of times you know they the, the hall and in these situations wait several years before they decide to do it but um, what what a what a great decision what a great celebration that's going to be uh, of, of Ryan Mallett and then as you mentioned I mean Jason Peters how about a guy that played 
tight end in college, goes to the NFL and is arguably one of the best uh, tackles in the game for, I mean, what's he been in the league now? He's still playing. He's still backing up. I saw him go in. I can't remember who he's with right now. Seattle. Uh, but, he, 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 yeah, he got, yeah, that's who it was. He got, he got some run for Seattle against Dallas. Yeah. I believe it was when I was watching that game a couple weeks ago. So, um, yeah, man. And then Peyton Hillis, obviously, not just his, you know, his game at, at uh, his career at Arkansas, but also being a, a Conway product, man. That was um, he obviously had a hell of a run, and, and all three guys are, are very deserving, no doubt about it. All right, well, let's talk about the Cowboys game uh, from yesterday, Clint, and seemed like a pretty good statement from Dallas that they are among the NFL's elite, without question. Yeah, I mean, look that that was a that was start to finish. That was a that was an ass whoop, and they put on on the team that I thought was was the best football team in in the NFL this year. Uh, you know, leading up to that ball game, and and uh, consistently talking about putting a you know a twelve thirteen uh, you know game stretch sample size. I, I would say that the, the Philadelphia Eagles were were the best football team. Maybe the Forty ers and the Cowboys are right there knocking on the door, and and uh, boy, the Cowboys, uh, you know, they they did they did work last night. That that was impressive. You, you look at them right now, whether you're talking about defensively or you're talking about offensively, it's about play caller. You talk about the quarterback, the weapons, um, being multiple in offense, using the quarterback the, the right way when need be. I mean, the, the Cowboys have put up a very strong case for uh, being the best best team in football right now i think i think them and and like we like i said i think them and the 49ers right now are probably the, the best two teams in football baltimore obviously is right there with them although i'm not as as sold on, on baltimore as i am the other two football teams but uh boy what what a night for the cowboys west you got to be stoked now man i am that, that was a um you, you said it best just a dominant performance Really made one mistake, and that's when Dak got you know sacked, fumbled, and they scooped it up and scored. That was that was it. But the defense that was the best the defense has played against a quality team this season. Now the question is, have they improved enough since that first Forty ers game to close yeah. the gap? Because it was a considerable gap at that time. Uh, but I think this team has improved to and closed the gap to where they they have a chance against the Forty ers well, Wes, I, I, I thought it was. Look, it's a very convincing product right now, and and, and I, I don't look back and say, well, I, look, head-to-head matchups matter, obviously, but once we get to the playoffs, those games are going to be completely irrelevant. And, and as we've seen with with the Cowboys and and the Baltimore Ravens, two football teams that started with new play callers, their quarterbacks, and the and the offensive huddle had to had to. Uh, create the chemistry with that play caller and, and learn a new offense and, and all the nuances of, of a new offense. And now here they are hitting full stride. It's just a very convincing product. I tell you, I loved last night they did the uh, – and it was a brief – Just I don't remember if one of the announcers made the comment, or but they were comparing uh, or, or talking about Dak Prescott and, and getting the ball out on time. And, and the, the minute that – the second that back foot hits the ground – you know, making a decision. They flashed back to some of Aaron Rodgers stuff. Um, and, and they were talking about Mike McCarthy in the West Coast offense. And, and well, then they then you start watching Dak through that lens specifically, man. It, it's convincing. I mean, it, it's it's really convincing. He's got he's got a, a real grasp and, and, a, and a tremendous amount of control and understanding of what he's doing in that offense, man. And, and uh, as we said many times before, that's tough to beat, man. He's not sitting back there holding the ball, making it hard on the offensive line, and then taking a bunch of risks trying to drive the ball to the second level and even third level of the field. He's not doing that. That's not how they're winning ball games, right? They're winning ball games, uh, minimizing risk, and and that's again, it's, it's convincing. Clint Stern joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. It's brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai. See, it's so easy to say. Uh, let me ask you about the Kansas City play, Clint, at the end of the game. One of the more interesting finishes to a game that was negated by a penalty, toe over the line. To me, that's a play that just never should happen for a receiver. And I know Kansas City's up in arms about the officiating, but that is uh, Dr. Heal thyself, right? Yeah. I mean, you talk about a, a rookie mistake. You talk about a... Um... I mean, just unacceptable mistake by Kadarius Tony. I mean, it, it was it was egregious. He was not just it wasn't within six inches. I mean, he was he was on and over the line, 
Um, and, and you just, I mean, that, since Pee Wee football, man, you've been lining up in a certain spot and making sure you're off the line, making sure you're you're lined up correctly with the official, checking with the official. You know that it, it should be ingrained in you to do that every single time that you line up to make sure uh, that that. That, uh, that what happened last night doesn't happen. Um, so it's unacceptable. Uh, it wasn't just on the verge. You know, I, I've heard, you know, all of the, well, the referee should just warn the guy. And sure, yeah, throughout a game, if it's continuing to happen, a, a referee should warn a guy if he's close. But when, when he's egregiously, again, on the line with his foot, over the line with his head, I mean, you can't you can't let that go. Uh, it, it just you can't let it slide. At the end of the day, so um, you know, I, I think it's, it's it's Kansas City's fault that it happened. Obviously, I think it's a joke the way that Pat Mahomes handled uh, has handled it in terms of really more specifically. I don't care what he says to the media, but the comments to Josh Allen after the game, I think, mm-hmm. is an absolute joke. Um, so yeah, look, I, I don't um, you know it's it's, it's football. Uh, penalties negate plays all the time. Um, and when you play the kind of football that the Chiefs play, which is which is that razzle-dazzle, a lot of tempo, um, taking a lot of risk, and, and some of those highlight real-type plays are going to get called back. You're going to make mistakes. You're flying by the seat of your pants. You know, bad things are going to happen. And it, um, it was unfortunate because it was a hell of a play, but, mm-hmm. but I, I think it was right by the officials. And look, I'm the first one to tell you, like, I think officials a lot of times deserve some of the, the, the criticism that they get, but this just isn't one of those one of those moments. Clint, what in the heck <laughs> happened yesterday to the Texans? It's one thing to sc- not score much, but to give up 300 yards passing to Zach Wilson, I mean, you should almost get suspended from the league. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, that's... You're, you're, you hit the nail on the head with that part of the story. I mean, that, that this is a top ten defense in Houston with a defensive-minded head coach that's calling plays. That's been really good all year long. In fact, I mean, he's in line for um, you know coach of the year in the NFL, and a lot of that has hinged on the fact that that defensively they've been a top ten defense. And, I, and so I think there's a lot to unpack here with the Texans, but ultimately. It's, Zach Wilson, who's been the laughing stock of the NFL for the, a, a good chunk of two seasons now, goes in and has a career day where he throws for 300 and puts up 30 points. Um, you know what happened defensively exactly? Um, you know what what was the difference? And I think there's a lot of things. Uh, you know they played a lot of zones for some reason, and it's interesting because D'Amico Ryan this year they've lost to the Jets, uh, they've lost to, to Carolina and Bryce Young. And they've lost to uh, Ritter and the Atlanta Falcons. Mm. Uh, and, and in each one of those games, the quarterbacks have had maybe not career days, all of them, but really, really good days when the majority of the year they haven't. And it's it's interesting kind of D'Amico's approach with those quarterbacks has been more of let me, let me play a little bit more zone and force these guys to read it out and force them to get through their progression. And they've been, it ended up biting him. Where against better quarterbacks, he's been uber aggressive, and they've won those games. And so, D'Amico's going to take a lot of heat this week for that for that uh, you know seventy seventy some odd percent zone and allowing Zach Wilson to to carve him up pretty good. He's going to take a lot of heat. But if you look at you look at the Texans; they're a really young football team, guys. To ask them to be consistent over seventeen weeks is is I think I think unfair. It's unrealistic ultimately. Um, they hadn't played in the elements. They hadn't played outdoors much. They hadn't played against a defense of that caliber much this year. And they came out flat and didn't answer the bell. As simple as that. Clint Stern joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Brought to you again by Chris Crane Hyundai. Um, I was going to ask you about the NFC South, but then I thought it would be a waste of airtime. you got three teams tied at the top at <laughs> 6 and 7. Which bad team do you think comes out of there? You just mentioned Atlanta a minute ago. Well, man, look, I, I really liked Atlanta um, to start the season. I, I, I had no idea that, that uh, Arthur Smith, the head coach, was going to do this this quarterback carousel. I, I like Ritter. I know I know he's, he, he hasn't played well all year long. He struggled at times. But I, I like Ritter uh, as a quarterback that can win in this league. Uh, but, but the fact that they started bouncing back and forth and gone back to Ritter, and it, to me it's just there's some dysfunction in there that's going to keep them – uh, from winning, and clearly with with four teams that are all sub five hundred, there's dysfunction throughout the NFC South. 
But I, I would take – I'm going to take Baker Mayfield with mm. those weapons uh, in Tampa. I, I, I would take Baker. And, look, I haven't looked at the schedule. I don't know who has what left in the NFC South in the last month of the season, but I, I would take Tampa and Baker Mayfield with those weapons right now. Okay. I like that. Hmm. Nobody's really said that. We've been talking about Atlanta or New Orleans, but yeah. you like you like uh, the Bucks. That was a good win for them yesterday. Well, you, but you, you look, look at look at what I mean. New Orleans. Say what you want about New Orleans. I mean, the, the, the team doesn't like Derek. Carr. I have a lot of things. What I, mean, I want to say. <laughs> Derek Carr is not fitting in, yeah. in in New Orleans with Alvin Kamara and some of the bigger the the, the, the bigger name guys down there. So so we'll we'll see what comes of it. I, I've just watched their product. I'm not sold. They're they're they're. The thing is, is if you look at the skill players in the NFC South, particularly the three teams we just mentioned, mm-hmm. those receivers are absolutely through the roof. They got some weapons at the running back position, but but they're all sub five hundred. So you got to pick one, and, and like I said, I, I would pick Baker and, and Tampa right now to come out on top. Yeah, it's frustrating because they do have a lot of talent in New Orleans, and Car yeah. Car said, I think he said after the game yesterday, he's played with broken ribs three different times this year. He's had three different incidents this year, which I'm like, okay, interesting. I was more worried about the concussion, but he, uh, I mean, yeah, you got Kamara and Jimmy Graham finally got a touchdown at home. Uh, Alave's a you know one of the great rising young receivers, and if Thomas can get on the field, he's still a dangerous weapon at least, but he doesn't play very consistently. Anyway, well, it's frustrating. Kamara's a monster. He's look, the best. I, I mean, he's great. Look, you look at it, oh, Olave. I mean, look. I don't know. I don't know if Olave is not going to be the next guy that 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 the concussion issue is going to take him out of the league. Mm. I mean, every time you look up, he is scrambled, man. <laughs> well, uh, I like the Tampa pick. That's interesting. We'll see. Be be good storyline for Baker. We'll see if that uh, that happens. But all right, that, we spent way too much time. Sorry about that on the NFC South. My <laughs> Clint, thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you Friday. Hey, always good, man. Y'all have a good one. All right, thank you. Let's, uh, Who's going to win the South and lose in the first round of the playoffs? Yeah, I don't doubt. I mean, you know, this is. I mean, maybe we need to get maybe we need to get rid of divisions in the NFL. None of those teams should be in the postseason. LC, what's up? Hey guys, appreciate you taking my call. I'm I'm really frustrated with the uh, well with muffling for what. Well, here's wait a minute. I wish you guys would have had the radio show the other night. Man, there was a lot to be said. Mm. I understand. We'll say it now. But, uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, what is going on with the offense? I mean, it, it's like it, he's got guys that can do one-on-one stuff, but there's some, there's no flow, you know. And then and I, and I love Devo, but he's going to bounce it 20 times, and everybody's going to watch him do it, and then he might clank one. I, and it's just it's not just his fault. A lot of them are clanking. It's just I don't understand what they're trying to do here, man, and, and it's hard to figure it out. And then when it starts working, I go, "What the hell just happened?" You know, so <laughs> I don't know. And then and Wes, thank God the Cowboys yeah. turned the corner, man. It's just uh, it's just a wonderful. I tell you what, the Lakers, Cowboys, and I should have put money on uh, Oklahoma. God, I wish you know. But hey, two out of three ain't that bad, man. It was not a bad weekend. But thanks, guys. Appreciate it. That's a man who needed to vent right there. Yes. Uh, Cowboys have what coming up here? Cowboys. Bills? Oh, my yeah. buddy's going to that game. I'm like, that'll be awesome. At Bills, at Dolphins, home against the Lions, then the Commanders. Man. Mm-hmm. It's a tough finish. It is. Lions fell on their face yesterday in Chicago. I don't think the Lions are that good. For real? Yeah. Yeah. Not, not, their record isn't as good They're as They're not they as good are. as their record? Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Bills game's going to be tough, but yeah. they're playing. They're playing for their playoff lives, and you saw that the desperation yesterday against Kansas City. And they still should have lost to a discombobulated yeah. Chiefs team. Yeah, it was in Kansas City, but still. I think Miami's the toughest game, honestly. Couldn't cover one hundred percent. Yeah, that'll be a great matchup. But the oh. way these offenses are playing, well, the Cowboys' defense, the defensive backs have been great. Yeah, I mean to hold AJ Brown. Yeah, yesterday. Well, and you lose arguably your best one, and there's no drop off. No, Deron maybe, Bland maybe, has maybe been. <laughs> I mean, yeah, can you incredible. imagine? How much better they're playing. Yeah, Bland's in the slot, and then you had those three guys out there? Oh, man. Uh, so that's going to be a great matchup. That that uh, week, Two weeks from now against Miami will be a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Big O Tires right now has a good deal for you. Buy three. Fourth tire is absolutely free. Buy three, get one free. Big O Tires. Great selection of tires. All the name brand tires, plus they have the Big O Tire. Great locations. Cabot and Conway. 
Cabot, they're on uh, Prospect Court, right in front of Kroger. And Conway, they're on Hark Rider. And don't forget, they do more than just tires. They have uh, mechanics on hand to take a look at your car and get you back out on the road running as smooth as ever. So go see our friends at Big O Tires. That's the team we trust. Ziggs was an ACL? Yes. So he's not coming back this year? No. Okay. Uh, 10.50. We'll be back. Maybe do some game balls and jockstraps on the other side. If you are looking for a safe and loving home for you or your loved one, visit Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center. Just 15 minutes from Little Rock in Benton, our skilled nursing staff is dedicated to providing quality long-term care and short-term therapy. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. You can call Heartland home. Hey, y'all, this is Brandy and Leah from Frontier Diner, home of real country cooking. We have the best breakfast around. Check out our Facebook page for our daily lunch specials, such as meatloaf, beef tips, and chicken dressing. Don't forget our cheese burgers and sweet tea. Sandwiches and salads. Homemade desserts made fresh every day. Open for breakfast and lunch Monday through Saturday. Come see us at Frontier Diner in Little Rock. Take the baseline exit off of I-30 across the interstate from Home Depot, where you come as guests and leave as family. Big O' Tire's knows it's frustrating to jump through hoops. We hate them as much as you do. So we're bringing back our buy three, get one free sale. At Big O, we legitimately give you a free tire. We don't mark it up. We don't make you mail in a rebate. You honestly get a free tire. No hoops. Buy three, get one free. At the Big O Tire Stores in Conway and Cabot. We have something for every vehicle. So save money today and get tight, service, straight talk at the Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot. Tune in to Out of Bounds each Monday for Reaction Monday brought to you by Fleet Management Services. Serving Central Arkansas for over 20 years, they're your small to mid-sized fleet specialists. Fleet Management Services is looking for a maintenance tech. Oil changes, tires, general maintenance. 100% paid health insurance, match 401k, paid holidays, paid vacation. The right person can make $600 per week. Call 501-375-3672. You've heard it here on The Buzz several times. Gary Hill MSS Oil. There hasn't been an oil man specialist like this since who shot JR. Well, we figured out who shot JR, and he wasn't even shot. He was caught at Splash Car Wash getting an oil change, full detail, and wash. All the Ewings were there. JR, Sue Ellen, Bobby, Pam, Miss Ellie. Get your oil changed the next time you're at Splash, and let them know JR, I mean Gary Hill, sent you. Call Gary Hill MSS Oil at 501-200-7089. Take your yard up to the next level with the Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Josh Dickinson is a former PGA Tour caddy, and his landscape designs are inspired by some of the most beautiful golf courses around the world. Call Josh at 501-794-2770 for all of your landscaping needs. Flower beds a mess? Josh's crew can give your home the curb appeal you've always wanted. The Caddy's Touch Landscaping also installs French drains, retaining walls, and they'll even take care of your irrigation maintenance needs. The Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Call today, 501-794-2770. Tune in every Monday night at 7 during basketball season for the Eric Musselman Show. Coach will break down gameplay and strategy. Brought to you by Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealership. The all-new Genesis of Conway, now open at 1075 Collier Drive. Welcome back in the zone. Get into the show by texting us on the Southern Structural Solutions text line at 501-661-1037 or message us on the Gangster Museum of America and Hattery Live Fan Feedback. Now, let's get into the zone. Straps are brought to you by a caddy's touch landscape. Josh Dickinson is a former PGA caddy, so he knows what good grass looks like. If you'd like to take your yard to the next level, then hit up Josh and his crew at a caddy's touch landscape. 501-794-2770. Call today. Well, we're going to try to get uh, Coach Thornton on, but we got to give a game ball to the UAPB Golden Lion women's basketball team. They go to Fayetteville after hosting them 
playing a competitive game last year. Uh, they go up to Fayetteville this weekend and win in Fayetteville. And uh, that is not the way that they wanted to finish their pre-finals run, I'm sure, Arkansas. But uh, what a job by UAPB. 42-28 advantage in the second half, and they win the game 74-70. Very impressive. Good win for them. And congratulations. I'm going to give a game ball to uh, Harding Academy and to Boonville. They uh, won the last two championships over the weekend. What a great day for Searcy in the Harding Academy or the Harding campus with Harding winning uh, the semifinal game that morning at 11. The uh, Wildcats, a lot of them were there watching the game. Then they get on the bus, come to War Memorial Stadium, and they win a state championship. Had to hold on to beat Rivercrest. You know, Rivercrest deserves a game ball because they, they, they were down 20 to nothing. They were down 19 points at the half. They held Harding Academy to 10 points in the second half, came back and made it a ball game. They were down by eight, chance to uh, maybe uh, come down and win it, and uh, didn't get it done. And then uh, just a crazy finish with Boonville and Prescott. Uh, Boonville's got the ball, driving, trying to run out the clock. It appears Prescott gets the goal, the uh, stand to force a uh, turnover on downs. And they bring out the chains, and it was a weird deal. Uh, the chains showed they had a first down, game was over. Boonville, or Prescott already celebrated. You know, they got the big stand, getting the ball back. And they came out and measure it, and it was like the chains moved. It was weird, because... You know, me started. It, it was a weird deal. But anyway, Boonville wins. They deserve it. Um, you know, and I feel bad for uh, Prescott. But game ball to those two teams. Uh, yeah, game ball to Harding, too. You mentioned it. Beat Lenore Ryan, and now they're playing in the D2 National Championship. So we'll get Coach Simmons on, I'm sure, this week. Uh, kudos to them. And then I mentioned a couple of the Hall of Famers from Fayetteville. There are obviously some who didn't attend the University of Arkansas. Carla Crowder, four-time state championship basketball coach. Al Flanagan. Multi-time state championship coach. Butch Gardner from Harding in basketball. Ed Harris from golf. Eric Jackson, uh, familiar face and name, I think, down at Oakland. And Glenn Day, common contributor in the zone, going to the Hall of Fame. And when I saw that, I was like, Glenn Day's not in the Hall of Fame I thought he was. I would have, too. Anyway, so we'll have to get him up here and talk to him a little bit about that, too. What a year. And I know he's going to be involved in that uh, Champions Tour event coming to Little Rock as well. So kudos to Glenn and uh, happy for him. Trying to think, I got to give Josh Jack to Arkansas. Up. Oh, well. On the Razorback basketball yeah. team. Or game ball to Oklahoma. I was going to give one to Mahomes. Jockstrap or game ball? Jockstrap. Whining like he did. He's frustrated. I understand. It's yeah. been a frustrating season. Did you see him, though, during the timeout? And one of the, you know, those cameras that comes, those fancy cameras. Yeah. Well, in the jib and, you know, it's a cool angle. He waved it off. He's like, get out of here. Get out of here. You got one? Uh, game ball to Shohei Otani, 10 years, $700 million. Uh, that's pretty nice. But uh, Jockstrap's taxes, his yearly salary is $70 million, but he's only going to take away 35 No, the government needs half. That's stupid. Uh, He'll be fine with 35 but it's stupid. Game ball to LeBron James also and the Lakers for winning the tournament. Jockstrap to the lighting in the arena? Luckily, Santa has a new tool this year. From John Deere Apparel, toys, tools, and more. GoGreenway.com has something green for everyone under the tree. No sled needed. Our elves will ship these gifts directly to your door. Cross off your Christmas list today at GoGreenway.com.